This is the Digital Diamonds Podcast, helping your business shine bright online. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm a student entrepreneur and YouTuber. I help female entrepreneurs to create standout YouTube channels and show up with the most badass, confident version of themselves online. Let's get you the online visibility and attention that you need to build your own girlboss empire. Hi, Debbie, and welcome to the Digital Diamonds podcast. I'm so excited to have you here to interview you today. So if you would love to introduce yourself to my listeners and tell us who you are, what you do, what's your life like, what's your journey, tell us all about it. <laughs> oh my God, big question. <laughs> hello, you guys, and hello, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I feel super honored to be on your show because I've been listening to it for a long time as well. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm a big fan. <laughs> um, well, my name's Debbie. Um, I am, oh, definitions are always so hard, right? I am a mom. I am a, a traveler. I am a linguist. I am a yoga teacher. Um, And yeah, I also ran an online business for a while, but I quit a couple months ago. Um, but still like in the online world with all the people I, I got to know. Um, and yeah, so very happy that I ended up on your show. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to talk. <laughs> I'm so excited. And I mean, you guys, like Debbie has such an energy. It's absolutely insane. Like, You, I mean, we will obviously shout out all of Debbie's socials later, but if you already want to go over to her, like, Instagram or wherever you want to follow her, like, <laughs> Debbie, like, her energy is amazing. So I'm so excited to have Debbie on the show today because I feel like, it, like, I just want to bring different people onto the show and not just, like, the typical, you know, online entrepreneur or content creator, influencer, but really people from all walks of life who still like show up so authentically, um, which I think Debbie does in such an amazing way. But anyway, um, what I actually really want to talk about is how come um, you now see that maybe the online business right now is not the thing for you? Like, how did you come to that conclusion? And how did it feel? Because it's so cool actually that I get to share your story because all I've shared so far with interviews is like how people start and grow their business but not from the like other perspective yeah well so I started that business because I love traveling and I thought an online business would be ideal because then I could travel and work uh, location independently um, but it resulted, it was a lot more difficult to, you know, get the train going than I thought. Mm -hmm. And in the end, I just found myself mm, creating content because I had to keep up content to generate more clients and income. And it started feeling more like an obligation than something I loved. And I've, I've been in... I don't want to call myself an online influencer, but I guess in some kind of way yeah. I am because, I don't know, since I'm like 14, 15, I started blogging online. So um, I'm very used to sharing 
my life online and um, the online world has given me a lot of friendships, um, even long distance, even people I have never met. I really do consider friends because I am in some kind of way so close to them. Mm -hmm. um, and so it felt really natural for me to, you know, create that content and uh, get that online business going. It was like a natural shift to go from blogging to vlogging to um, coaching and teaching people everything that I've learned on my journey. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it took out the fun. Um, yeah. And at some point last year, I decided I wanted to really give it a go and go travel with my daughter. Um, but right there, I just realized, you know, she, when she's not in daycare, like she's here when I live at home in the Netherlands, she's going to be around all day. There's no way for me to work. The only time I could work was in the evening. Um, and you actually, when you're a mom, you're really happy when you can sit down in the evening, mm. and drink a cup of tea instead of like, oh, I have to create another podcast episode and I have to create a content calendar and a newsletter. And then that's even all the kind of things that don't necessarily directly generate money. That's not even talking about sales calls and, um, you know, actually coaching people and uh, doing your tax administration and all that stuff that comes around running a, a business. Um, and at some point I just really found myself very drained and demotivated. Um, and I decided to just go look for a full-time job and at least, you know, have a, a steady income and I don't know, maybe that dream will come again someday. Um, but for now, I think, you know, even for my daughter, I think for her, it's a good thing to also have a steady foundation so she can go to school next year and, um, have a safe environment to grow up in. And then, you know, I can take my holidays <laughs> mm -hmm. every year, a couple of weeks and, um, go on paid holidays. Yeah. <laughs> which is you know it's it's not the dream and it's not my dream job um but for now it's for now. I don't know it's just it's been a great journey and yeah. I've always thought of myself as I'm not the kind of person that would get a regular job but here I am and I'm actually enjoying it so it's funny how your perspective can shift um as long as you can surrender to it yeah instead of I mean, fight against it exactly i mean like honestly my vision and my per like expectation of everything my perspective changes like every day i feel like <laughs> <laughs> so i totally want you know like i totally know what you mean and i think it's just amazing how you followed your intuition which is actually mm -hmm. what we will also talk about because you're the expert in that I guess yeah. <laughs> can teach us a lot about that um so I can honestly like I can so relate to everything you said and thank you for like sharing your story and um, so how did you know it was the right thing for you to do that like how did you kind of no, okay, is this my ego wanting to keep me inside my comfort zone or is this actually my intuition telling me like this is the right thing and you have to just kind of 
shift away from your expectation and follow what's actually true for you? Um, well, I meditated a lot on it. I ask questions daily to the universe. Um, and uh, I also use a lot of, um, what's the name, oracle cards. And um, not just because I believe that pulling a card is going to tell you what to do, right? But it's always going to call in some intuitive hit. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been trying to let myself be guided by. Um, so, yeah, when I was in Spain, I don't know, it just it didn't feel right. And I, um, after I was there for like, a week or so I got invited for a job interview in the Netherlands <laughs> mm. well I was like oh I, I don't know I could go a couple weeks I could go a couple months maybe even half a year um so I came back like after two weeks because I felt like you know if I'm going to show up for this interview I might not get it and then I might regret it forever so I just decided to go with that feeling like you know okay let's go back to the Netherlands and um, don't see this as throwing away your dreams, but rather an opportunity to shift your perspective and create something new because where I am right now, is just, it's not rolling. So mm. it's not going to roll even if I try to push it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And how would you say can, like you said, like meditate, meditating, okay, meditating and Oracle cards and following science from the universe mm -hmm. as well like what are some i would say like beginner friendly or like things that people can do in their everyday lives to start connecting to their intuition a lot more because connecting to your intuition like like that's something i'm working on like all the time because it's just so important to follow your intuition in mm. all of those influences like we are influenced so much so we often don't know is this like our decision or is this the decision of someone else beginner questions to ask Ooh, good question <laughs> um the things i really like to ask is like how am i conditioned to think and how can i uncondition that Because we tend to all be, you know, we're all stuck in patterns and um, we're taught that patterns are so hard to change. While they're really, they're really not. Once you know from a deep inner sense of inner knowing that, you know, when you feel that inner whisper, um, mm. you know that that is actually true. So why would you, you know, attend to the the ego the ego voice like no you need to do that because mm. then you will get this and this result like there's always a result attached to it while um i read a lot from uh, a course in miracles and there they always say like that intuitive voice always wants the best for everyone because they say like all the people are the same the same mind so it wants the best for everyone because everyone is the same they come from a place of Well, we would say oneness because we think in ones and twos and distinction and separation, but it's actually um, non-duality. Mm. Um, and so, you know, when, when you feel that intuitive voice bubbling up, um, 
they always say like um, they never uh, what's the what's the sentence they say the the holy spirit never shrieks louder than the ego mm. you know so you'll never actually hear it when you're trying to call it in because mm. that's coming from a place of ego and ego doesn't have to ask anything because there is no lack mm. and so that's why i also have a bit of mm, resistance against the whole law of attraction thing because mm there's nothing there's nothing really to ask for the only the ego can ask for something because all we need is already there um so i'm really about unconditioning mm. that's the most interesting thing to me like what how can i undo what i've been taught yes exactly i mean it has a lot to do with like limiting beliefs like i um have talked about like mindset work and journaling and limiting beliefs like on the mm. podcast a bit so maybe my listeners are um like know what that means kind of um but it's the same like that's what it's all about like i'm actually reading a really good book um it's a german book but it's basically about like figuring out your inner child that we all have within us that is controlling our actions kind of and like figuring out like what good memories do I have? What bad memories? And like, mm -hmm. what good and like positive, negative beliefs? And that's like so true. And I think, the, like, distinguishing between is this inner voice right now like my inner child or my ego or like that condition, yeah. or is it actually true? Um, I think it's like it demands a lot of practice. Um, so what are some ways to learn that? Or to get in touch? Um, for me, I think the most important thing has been yoga in my life because, uh, you know, it's, it starts on a physical level, of course. Um, but doing that, you're going to create more awareness and not just on a physical level. You're going to create space between your thoughts and um, you'll be able to take more distance from that When I talk about yoga, by the way, I talk about the whole concept. So not just the asanas, the poses, but also the breathing exercises, meditation, the philosophy. Um, and for example, when you meditate, it's not about... Um, a lot of my students think that when they're in class and we start meditating and they meditate for the first couple of times. And then after class, they come to me and they say, I'm so bad at meditating. I suck at this. I cannot stop thinking. Like, and I'm like, but that's not the goal, you know? It's, it's not called a practice for nothing. It's about making, creating space between your thoughts and that um, focus and awareness of, oh, I see my mind is, you know, moving away again mm -hmm. on this train of thinking. And then once you become aware of that, try to, go back to your breath or your mantra or whatever it is that you're focusing on in that particular meditation. Um, and what most of us tend to do instead is judge ourselves for not being able to do something. Mm. We're so used to, you know, the judgment. So we don't, we, we cannot see clearly. And that's what um, yoga and meditation in general have really helped me with to create that space and to take distance from my thoughts and to stop 
identifying myself with all the stuff that's going on in this monkey mind mm-hmm. um, because it's 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 not the it's not the truth exactly yeah like I tell I mean I tell everyone like do yoga whatever you're struggling <laughs> with yoga is the answer <laughs> it's, it's amazing <laughs> yeah it is it is you know and it's it's um it's it's amazing for people in a in a different way for everyone mm-hmm. yeah that's what I love about yoga as well it's like kind of we like in class we all usually do the same poses but like still everyone like does it differently and feels it differently and obviously how you like every teacher does yoga differently and Mm -hmm. yoga is so different but then it's so the same like it's so weird like it's it's amazing it's Um, all about the inner process in the end and that's what that's what makes it so amazing you know you don't have to be like an insta proof Mm. yoga person you know you can can do a home practice 10 minutes in the evening you know that's Mm -hmm. if that's what works for you then that's perfect yeah i read a quote earlier on pinterest like i get suggested all those yoga funny yoga (laughs) quotes because i just pin that all the time and it was like if you can breathe you can do yoga and i was like (laughs) exactly (laughs) um So I want to ask, because that's something I'm currently working on, is balancing my energies so masculine and feminine. Because like, especially like entrepreneurs or I don't know, like ambitious people or do, do, do people who are conditioned a lot by society, they have a lot of masculine energy. So can you explain to listeners like, what is the difference between masculine and feminine and how can we try to balance it or how does it influence us in our everyday lives? I would love that. And how you maybe even balance your energies. Um, to put it short, I think masculine is more about giving and the feminine is more about receiving. Mm. And we live in a very masculine society. You know, it's all about reaching goals and, Uh, We're a lot like in the mind and we want to be better. And um, while the feminine is more about being in the moment and being able to, um, yeah, to really be present and receive. And you cannot receive when you're constantly in your mind because when you're in your mind, you're either in the past or in the future. You're Mm -hmm. not here. Um, So... What I try to do to um, balance my feminine energy is to really ground myself. And it, it can be something really simple, like take a couple of conscious breaths it, during lunch break, um, go for a walk. Um, and I like to work a lot with the elements too, like air, mm-hmm. just, you know, move your hand through the air and feel like the molecules of the air against your hand. You can feel it. It sounds really like yeah. woo woo. <laughs> I'm but, doing it you know, right now, guys, if you are like listening to yeah, it too. We're like waving in front yeah. of the camera. <laughs> Hello. But, you know, it's something so simple, but it really mm-hmm. takes you to the moment of the now. Or just uh, hold something and look at it. Uh, look at your, I don't know, like the color of your tea when you put the bag in your tea. Um, yeah. Something that really takes you into the present moment. And that's also going to help you to be more present in any moment because you're Mm going to keep reminding yourself like, 
oh yeah, I can just uh, root my feet into the ground and then I feel more grounded and I'm more, you know, more, more here, more present. Mm, yeah. Like, oh my God, when it comes to rooting, I mean, my word for 2018 is, uh, 19 is root. And so that kind of like comes with the grounding and all of that, like the feeling of safety, security, and being here in the moment, which I feel like so many of us just don't have because we are mm -hmm. always thinking about, okay, if I do that now, like what will happen in the future and how will that influence me and how can I do something now for the future? And I sometimes feel like I'm, only living in the future and not in the now which is why i'm working on it a lot um i totally lost my train of thought of what i wanted <laughs> but no what i wanted to say i had a i had an point um i had something happen um when i was at work actually and i had to like intuitively i wanted to go outside and what i did is i just stood there like we have a little piece of grass like just a little small garden thingy not really garden just green grass anyway mm -hmm. i and some trees so i went there and intuitively i like touched the tree and i was like i felt connected like instantly and i was like okay that is a bit weird um <laughs> like a few a few months ago i would feel like oh my god what why <laughs> what am what i am a tree I hugger now <laughs> yeah honestly no but it's so true like um also, I don't know why that just came to my mind, but when I went to this yoga conference all the weekend, they also talked about how with children nowadays, there is so much overstimulation happening, like mm -hmm. with everything, even in their free time. So the most beneficial thing and the most easy thing is to just go into nature because that's our natural habit, obviously, habitat, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so like grounding in nature is like oh my god so amazing it's so easy yeah it's super easy but you know when you live in a country where most of the days it's raining <laughs> it can be a challenge to go out but you know even if it's just for a few minutes i i like to go out yeah. because it, yeah what you're saying is like instantly grounding and making you feel more present and connected because going out in nature also reminds you that you're part of something bigger than, you know, your house and your bills and all the obligations mm. we put on ourselves. Yeah. And how, and um, like now, like that you like told, told our told, Oh my God, I can't talk. Told the listeners like about your story and what you do. Like, I want to know how do you like manage it all like working and being a, uh, like a single mom and then still keeping up with like um, being a yoga teacher, your own spiritual practices. Like how do you do it all, but still balance your energy and still keep grounded? Um, my sleep is very important to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I try to get at least eight hours of sleep. Um, I don't always get there. So some days it's just seven. Um, but to get my energy in line, that's the most important thing to me. Um, you know, and a child really helps you to get rhythm. So I mm -hmm. hardly ever sleep in, <laughs> mm -hmm. unfortunately, but it also gives me um, some structure in my life. Um, 
And right now I still live with my parents. I haven't been able to find a place for ourselves yet. Um, so that's in some way very convenient because I have no household to take care of. Mm. Um, they help me a lot with uh, babysitting my daughter. Um, I still have a pretty social life. Um, and other than that, yeah, I work full time now. Um, my daughter goes to daycare. Um, I teach one or two yoga classes a week. Um, and I do that because I did a uh, three-year yoga teacher training and yoga has taught me so much. And I really, I don't want to give that up. And it gives me so mm-hmm. much, even though I just do, do those one or two classes a week. Um, and then my own personal practice. Yeah, I have to admit, um, lately, it's, no, my own personal practice is, not much. Most of the weeks I just have one hour before I teach my yoga class in the yoga studio. And then I really have a a great hour for my own. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But at home, I hardly ever practice yoga, maybe a couple handstands or like a short morning practice in the weekend. Um, But still, my spirituality nowadays is a lot about reading and still being trying to be present as much as I can, um, asking questions and really um, trying to see through my own patterns Mm -hmm. and change them. And really that way, try to become a better, better person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So spirituality doesn't have to be that huge it doesn't have to be like so big it just can be like small things right to start and even if you don't like have that much time for it like what are some things to do to start doing even if you don't have a lot of time like is it reading or meditating or what is it for you like if you don't have a lot of time what is still a non-negotiable Asking questions. Always ask ask better questions in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think, you know, I think one of the biggest changes for me in the past couple of years after I became a mom, um, I I had a really, really rough time. I really was at rock bottom after I had my my daughter and uh, became a single mother. I was very sick. Long story. Um, but that really got me into some sort of victim mode, you know, like, why is this, why does this happen to me? And, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Raise a child on my own. And, oh, um, and then when I started working with my first business coach, you know, she, and also during my yoga teacher training, um, I really learned that the world is, um, facilitating to us everything that we need to learn so you know you can be the victim give away your power and feel bad and try to push everyone and everything away because they're either gonna hurt you or um you know gonna make you feel bad because you're gonna be in pain but what if you try to see all of that as something you can learn and evolve and grow from and um, come to it from a place of power and courage and sovereignty, you know, you, you can manage yourself. 
And that's really helped me to, to shift from, oh, why does this always happen to me to what's the opportunity here? Like, what, what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. And I try to do that as, as much as I can. And um, I must say that it's been a long time since I've really felt that same way, like really like a victim, like, oh, I can't take this stuff no more. And um, so overall, it's made me a, yeah, a very happy, satisfied person. I'm not saying that I'm always like super excited and all over the place, but um, yeah, life has become more of a, I don't know, like some sort of, miracle journey instead of like oh I'm living this boring life and stuff happens to me and I don't know how to deal with it so whatever (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's amazing like being conscious and more self-aware it like really changes like everything and it changes your life like so fast as well like I feel like you grow so much faster and like it's it's just really amazing and Mm -hmm. what I want to know because earlier you um you said like you're still very social so I want to know because oh my god I've never talked about it on the podcast but (laughs) what is your advice you probably know what comes down what's your advice on dating (laughs) oh dating and dating conscious men and finding men who are aware and conscious. Finding men who are aware and conscious. <laughs> um, or attracting them more or less. Or I don't know. I don't like finding. Yeah. I don't like the word like finding men. But yeah, finding or attracting. I think it's more about who you let into your life. Mm. Because, um, uh, yeah, I don't really know if I believe in like this whole law of attraction thing. Mm. Um, I do believe you meet the people that meet your energy, Mm -hmm. Um, but not like, oh, I want to meet this kind of person. And when I pray hard enough, they will come into my life. Mm. So, but, um, you know, the, the space and energy and time you invest and hold for a certain person that is not going to meet your standards it's not going to help you. And um, in the end, you'd give away part of yourself for wanting someone else's love. And so my advice would be to first invest in yourself and become the person you want to be when you have this partner. Mm. And then when you show you have those standards and you know what you want, this person will come into your life. And don't settle for less because, you know, it would be a waste of time when you can also spend that time with someone who, who can give you what you're looking for. So, you know, I'm not saying you have to be, be a bitch and like, you know, put men away because they're never going to be good enough because um, I do think you have to give everyone a chance, mm. you know, and we women, well, I don't know, men probably too. We tend to be very picky, mm-hmm. you know, or either we're like, um, I'm single and I'll only settle for the best. Or we're like, oh, I'm just, I don't want to date because I'm going to get hurt. And just no, nobody, nobody can give to me what I'm looking for. So 
I think we need to be open, and this is coming back to the feminine energy again. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to lean back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it's just about men being the chaser and women, you know, we just have to lean back and see whoever is coming. Um, but it's more about letting people in and giving them a chance and, you know, have a, have a chat with people, even though in the first, at the first sight, you might not be attracted to them. Um, just have a small talk. And if in the end, you know, you don't get a phone number or whatever it is that you're looking for, um, you have practiced again, showing yourself, opening up to someone um, and calling in the possibility of Mm -hmm. meeting someone new. So I think it's not necessarily about um, calling in someone very seriously, but do have intention and do, um, yeah, just give people a chance. Oh my God, I feel like I'm repeating myself over and over. But Mm, yeah, I lost my train of thought here. <laughs> no, I, I, I know what you mean, though. Like, I, I really agree with you. Like, we, I feel like you always have to balance between, like, not lowering your standards, like, the really important, like, your core values that are really important to you, like, don't go away from them, but then also realize that you have to be open to you know, meeting people who maybe are not like your dream perfect person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about being playful, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it, don't, I mean, you should be serious in mm-hmm. um, looking for what you want. But in the first instance, it's about meeting someone, you know, and getting to know someone and not um, falling in love with what it could be better than falling in love with what it is you know mm-hmm. does this person um value you does he invest in you um and and i don't just mean money you know i mean time energy um respect all that stuff and yeah really look at you know are there any red flags that i'm trying to ignore because i really want to be with someone so bad and have walking power if you're not getting what you want in the end mm-hmm. walk away because the problem is not meeting someone the problem is meeting someone that meets your desires and your needs mm. that's another thing exactly exactly and as long as you can show up to men that um your life is fine just the way it is. You love your life. You have a social life. You love what you do. Um, then you don't need anyone. And mm-hmm. I think that's the best position you want to be in when you want to meet someone because you want to show up as being a full person. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be chasing after someone's love. Yeah. So I think in the end, it all comes down to you know being playful, being uh, confident, loving your own life. And then this person mm-hmm. will show up. Mm-hmm. yeah and I think we just have to I'm t- I'm talking to myself right now be patient <laughs> and trust that like y- 
there will be someone who like who's just a, a really good match for you and so what i just want to ask you like to wrap it up is like with all the change you've been going through like over the past year and just generally in your life like what is maybe maybe even in the past month or three months or mm -hmm. year, what's like one of the biggest things you've learned that you think my listeners, like when you channel like your intuition now, like what do you think like my listeners need to hear from you now? Woo! The past couple of months, past years. Ooh. Well, we've talked about a lot of stuff today. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I'm just going to say the same thing again. Like, ask yourself better questions and mm -hmm. don't just don't settle for things you don't really want. Um, and listen to your intuition because sometimes what our ego wants is something different than what our intuition wants. Like, mm -hmm. myself, I, I've, uh, I was fighting so long against you know, giving up that business and I want to travel and I really want to show people that I can live the dream life. And mm. um, don't be afraid to cut your losses. And I want to say that, um, how do you say this? In quotes. In quotes. <laughs> <laughs> your losses are never really losses, you know, because, mm. because you, learn, you learn a lot from everything. Mm -hmm. And you're always evolving, always growing. Um, and, you know, not just like letting the business go. Also, friendships, like surround yourself with people that inspire you, that, you know, takes sovereignty over their own actions also. And um, just really, you are the creator of your own life. Mm -hmm. And as long as you can see that, then everything will fall into place in an instant. Yes. And it's so, I think it's always so relaxing and like, so it gives you a lot of peace to realize that, like that no matter what happens, like no matter if something bad happens to you or if you mess up, like it doesn't matter because like it goes on, it always goes on and like it will be fine. Because often I think, like right now, like I, feel, I, I like feel stressed. I don't even know why, but sometimes I just feel stressed because I, I feel like, again, I put myself into like victimhood mode. I feel like, oh my God, why is so much stuff happening in my life? And this tax thing there. And like now this happened and work and blah. But we don't realize that like, first, it's not as bad as we think. And then second of all, like even if it's, as bad as we think like it doesn't matter like it just we will like work it out anyway so, exactly like, it's oh. already worked out <laughs> exactly yeah. so um how can my listeners follow your journey how you will continue and where do you want to like i don't know lead my babes <laughs> to <laughs> Your babes. Well, My your babes can come visit me. Uh, well, I'm mostly active on Instagram, although mm -hmm. I have to say mostly stories 
the last couple of months. My Instagram is DebbieXL. And I have a YouTube channel, which I haven't posted to in a while either, but I'm thinking of maybe reboosting my creativity. So uh, yeah. my um, YouTube is Bohemian Dreams. Yeah. And I mean, in the meantime, until you upload again, there are so many amazing videos to watch. Like when you were in Spain with Luna, like I love those <laughs> vlogs. They're so, like, they give such a good, like they just give like holiday vibes, freedom vibes, amazing. And just generally like all of your videos, they're really great. So people can watch them in the meantime. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so thank yeah. you so much for sharing your uh, wisdom. And I just appreciate it so much that this episode is really so different. I love that. Like, it really inspires me to share different content on the podcast. So that was awesome. Which is why I love it also. So thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to hear more from you. And I love your videos too. And I think you're doing great. And I gotta say, people, you. you guys have to hire Laura as a YouTube coach. She's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>